me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on hey, a Jupiter and Mars In other words, ha! <laughs> Whatever. Hey, everybody! I'm feeling a little happy. But James Audrey stopped singing. That was a nice rendition. Uh, I forgot the words. <laughs> you know what? What's the big deal with Frank Sinatra? Why was he so good? All he did was kind of talk when he sang. All you got to do is that, and at the very end, just uh, kind of get louder for the last final. Uh, yeah! And then they, <laughs> the band plays you out, and you're done. That's all you got to do. Look at Michael Buble. Yeah. That asshole. He's like one of those new guys. That's all he does. Kind of talks. Hey, feelings and sadness, but in a happy way. Yeah. Fucking, it's, it's simple. You go up there, you hold a little cocktail, you sing a little bit, and you collect your check at the end. Those were the good old days, huh? Anyway. Uh, look at this. The Danger Hour's back, and that means that I'm back. Because the show will not go on without me. Me? I'm your host, James Danger, Jamesy Poo, to the uh, the commoners. And this is episode number 109. Whoa, look at that. Look at that. You're welcome. Uh, right at the top of the show, I got to say that uh, Jones, Johnny Bones Jones, the UFC, is still the UFC champion, and it fucking irritates me. I want this guy to be stopped uh, I'm, I'm, I've had it with him. I'm sick of it. I thought this one had a chance, all right? This guy, what is his name? Gustafsson? I don't know. I called him Gussie. This dude was uh, taller than him. Uh, reach was a little bit shorter, you know? Close enough. At least gave him a fucking uh, a match. Not like the other guys. They're all smaller than him. But, <clears throat> but he gave him a run for his money. Lasted the whole thing. Went the distance, like they say. And, uh, you know, I thought he had him. My wife was like, come on, Jones. Come on, Jones. Do it, Jones. And uh, I was, no, no. Come on, Gussie. Take him down. Take that motherfucker out. I'm sick of him and his cockiness. All right? I'm sick of it. He thinks he's so great. Asshole. And look, I heard that it was fixed. He shouldn't have won. That based on the points, the other guy should have won. But uh, I also heard that if you don't, if you don't kick his ass, they're going to give it to the champ. Fucking gay. Oh, man. Anyway, have you guys been watching football? Fuck UFC, all right? Football. Football. I've been, I've been enjoying myself. You know why? Because of this fantasy football shit. That's gay, James. You know what? I don't like your attitude. I, uh, was, I was against fantasy football until I found out what it was. <laughs> now, it seemed kind of dumb. And I, I bet you think the same thing if you don't really know about it. But uh, it really gets you into it. You know, just uh, try it. You might like it. And, you know, that fucking, uh, what's it called? Um, that stupid goddamn kid show with the black guy. He's a DJ. And he's got like these weird robot alien type animals dancing around. Yo, Gabba Gabba. That fucking show. My kid used to watch it. And this one episode, it, it got stuck in my head. I guess it works. It goes, uh, they, they, they sang a dumb song. Try it. You'll like it. Try it. You'll like it. Try it, you'll like it. Try it, you'll like it. And that fucking shit got stuck in my head. <laughs> now I sing it. 
It's like, uh, you know, fantasy football, that's gay. But try it. You'll like it. Hey, hey, Yo Gabba Gabba, you get a point. I'm going to try it. You're right. In this case, uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, you, you were right. I tried it, and I do like it. Fantasy football. It's fucking great. It really gets me excited about it. I'm watching teams that I could give a fuck about. Okay? I don't care about the Bears. And now I found myself watching it and going for it, you know? I'm, I'm invested. And uh, look at that. Anyways, so I'm in this uh, newbie football league that my buddy Bobber put together. And I that second week, I was doing horrible. I lost two games, and I'm like, well, I don't fucking like this. I'm watching a lot of football, and now I got some kind of idea about who's who. And I don't got I don't got the people that are who's who. I got <laughs> I got the other fags. I don't got anyone that's gonna be giving me any points. So I got upset about it. Not enough where I'm gonna stay home and fucking mope. I got upset where I'm gonna do something about it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna put my fucking uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be proactive. So so what I did was got on the computer, clicky clicky, typey typey, and uh, I started my own fantasy league. James, why are you playing another one if you're already involved in a first one? Well, people do it all the time. They play in multiple leagues. Uh, it keeps it more interesting. And I believe also because if you're doing shitty in one, you can really focus on the other one. <laughs> I kind of give up on the noobs only one because, God, I have a horrible... I'm in last place. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the worst one out of 12 people. So this one, I call it the League of Shadows. James, is that from Batman? It is from Batman. Good for you. I was hoping everyone would get that. I don't think some people will. The League of Shadows is from Batman Begins. That's right. With uh, Christian Bale. Uh, Liam Neeson was the head of that organization. And I thought it was funny. You know, the League of Shadows. The Fantasy Football League. Ah, James, you shouldn't explain it because it doesn't make it fun anymore. All right. All right. Not going to take any comedy fucking uh, advice from you. All right. So, uh, you know, I got a new group of guys. Try to get eight, but uh, some shit happened where, uh, you know, Dominic, who? He didn't get involved. And that was actually my fault. But uh, so there's seven of us. And we're going by points only. And uh, I'm doing all right. I'm still, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. And it's going to get better. All right. Uh, next up. Congrats, speaking of sports, to the Dodgers. It's time for Dodger baseball. That's right. They're, uh, they won something. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Uh, division is that what it was? I don't fucking know. I enjoy watching the games. I enjoy going, but I don't. I don't know shit about baseball. Still, would they win their division? They clinched. Uh, the, I don't know. They clinched something. So good for them. But champs, why they swim inside that pool when they won? It was not classy. Uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if if I won, I don't want to go swimming in the other team's pool. I don't know. Makes sense to me. All right. Uh. Speaking of the Dodgers, Gas Boy made good on what he said he would do. Remember what I told you about my my anger in, in episode 105, I believe? How I got fucked over again with my tickets from his uh, his secret scalper guy? So, uh, you know, I got I bought tickets because I was guaranteed they'd be in the shade, and they were not. And so uh, he did. He took me to a game. He fucking picked me up. He drove me. He bought me beer. Uh, he paid for parking. Look at this guy. He even went half on nachos in that Dodger hat. <laughs> it was a fun, it was great. It was a great night. Oh, but the thing is, uh, Nature Boy stopped by before we left because he wanted to see us real quick. He was going to see his mom that same day. And he brought, uh, he's like, I'll bring some beer. We can hang out. I'll, send, I'll give you a good send off to the game. 
This motherfucker bought six, count them, six 32-ounce Mississippi Muds. Now, that's not an easy beer, okay? It's a, it's a heavy beer. And Jesus Christ, did it make us pretty drunk. So I'm in the passenger seat, and by the time we're getting, you know, we hit traffic, I got to piss like a fucking maniac. Josh pulls off the freeway, goes to a, um, a gas station, and I, I can't even hold. I can't. I This is like the top three I've ever had to piss in my life. The worst. So I, I, I swear to God, I fucking waddle into the gas station, and I'm just like clenching, dude. I'm, I'm about to lose it. And I see the employee. He's uh, sweeping up some shit in the floor. And he's got his back to me, but I can tell it's him because of his fancy uh, gas station shirt. And I say, uh, excuse me, do you have a bathroom here? And he goes, no, no bathroom. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, I panic. I'm like, fuck. It's like the whole convenience store thing. It's a big deal. They got no bathroom. Fucking assholes. So I, I walk out. I don't know what to do. I'm in the middle of like some Asian town. I don't want to say Chinatown. I don't know, Koreatown. What, one of those fucking towns. I just, I walk to the next, uh, um, you know, restaurant i think it was and i just piss right on the sunset boulevard of whatever fuck street that was <laughs> and i just open i just opened the stream right behind a tree and i was totally out in the open if you were coming on the one side of the of the, of the street you, you were seeing me clearly and so josh thought it'd be a good idea to walk around and start filming me and he goes hey do you think you can see a cop coming i'm like well dick stop filming me <laughs> so yeah he got that shit on uh he, he caught it on on film film digital whatever you want to call it all right, let's get into let's get into some real shit here. First, I'm gonna take a drink of my my fancy pants, uh, Red Breast Irish whiskey. I'm uh, drinking that on the rocks. Uh, I'm having about uh, three fingers tonight. I'm trying to cut back on beer because I've noticed that uh, not drinking beer, I have lost quite a bit of weight in my cock. I mean, in my in my uh, in my body. Yeah. So here, so here's to that. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Oh boy, here's here's some uh, here's a danger update, folks. This is a this is a heartbreaking story because it has specifically to do with the danger hour uh, itself. You know, not me, because the danger hour it's above me. Okay, uh, I'm I'm just a, I'm just a I'm a part of it. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a piece in, in the big uh, system here. Okay. But uh, you know the the whole show has been threatened. We've been we've been under siege. We've been uh, attacked, somewhat, by an outsider. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, it's a it's a damn shame. All right, James, just out with it already. Okay, you're right. Let me give you a bit of uh, history here. Of course, I know it's going to be a long one. Hey, you you fucking relax, okay? It's a talk show. And if I just get right into this thing without even setting it up, then you're not going to appreciate where it's coming from, all right? So just hold your fucking horses. You sit there, and you, and, you, and you just be a good boy tonight, all right? Yes, James. Thank you. All right, it all starts back to the beginning of the show. I used to work at this bar. Now, working at this bar, I'd have a bunch of people come in at all times, and they would talk to me. People, I used to book live acts. Bands, DJs, uh, rappers, all that shit. So one day, this fucker, he comes in, and uh, you know how do I how do I reserve a spot here? How do I book something, huh? And uh, you know, gave him information. Yeah, talk to me, blah blah blah. We booked a night. It went decent. Guy got all cocky. Yeah, see that? See that? That's how I do it. 
And so I'm like, yeah, all right, fine. We weren't making hardly any money. The place was a fucking mom and pop uh, shop. It was a shitty place. And so, you know, I appreciated the business. It was great. So the dude's like, let's do it again. So we do it again. We do it again and again. And he keeps coming back. And he, yeah, he brings a crowd. And they drink. And, uh, you know, everyone, everyone was happy. And so uh, this dude starts getting comfortable. And uh, starts getting more friendly. We're, we're cool with each other. I really don't like the guy, though. But uh, you know, he's nice to me. Whatever. That's fine. We, we, we have some funny conversation. So time goes by. I guess the dude starts liking me. He ha- he is a manager of a company. He offers me a job. I was actually getting fucking tired of the bar, and I wanted out. And I was in between trying to land this other gig I was working on, the the job I got now. And so I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to change. I'll take that job. So I started working for this guy. Now, I'm working for him and doing the bar thing. I'm kind of phasing out of the bar, but still there. The dude would uh, come in after that, and because he's my new boss at his other job, he's coming in here like he's a fucking, like he owns the spot, you know? Trying to like, you know, he walks behind the bar and shit. And it's like, dude, you know, I don't say anything because, yeah, he's my boss at the other place. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he wasn't doing anything fucking stupid or crazy. But, uh, you know, it was, bo- it was just bothering me a little bit. So, uh, anyways, I start doing the podcast. I start working at his place. I quit the, I quit the bar. I'm there. Uh, the podcast, I wind up falling in love with it. I love the idea. I'm telling all the guys at work I'm doing it. They listen. Uh, I actually had Corey, who I used to work with. Shout out to Corey. He came on the show. This dude finds out about it. I guess he listens. I guess he likes it, but he never really told me that. Until one day he shows up. It's been like a couple months I've been doing the show. Two or three months. And uh, the dude goes, hey. He goes, I bought. He's like, I bought a website. I was like, oh, yeah? He goes, yeah. www.thedangerhour.com. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, man. He's like, I bought it. He's like, now you have your own website. And I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking cool, dude. Thanks, man. That's great. Little did I know that this guy, he, oh, what he said to me was, yeah, he goes, uh, you know, I invest, in, I invest in something I believe in. Some shit like that, right? So I'm like, oh, wow, this guy just gave me a huge compliment. He believes in me. That's the nicest thing you can tell someone. And so later on, it turns out that this guy... Let's call him, uh, I don't want to go by his name, let's call him uh, Fat Fuck. <laughs> so Fat Fuck, I guess his whole plan was to try to, I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to like make money off me or you know sell the thing back to me so- later on down the road if it takes off. But shit wasn't uh, up and up. So later on, I wind up losing that job. And it's a long story, but I'll give you the basics that uh, we ha- we both had an understanding that I couldn't work certain hours because my wife was going to school at the time. So there's like a few a few incidents that happened where a bunch of shit got stolen. And so the hotshots way at the top send this fucking uh, headhunter into the company to clean up. Meanwhile, fat fuck, he is a complete fucking asshole to everyone in that joint that works in a little warehouse. But not to me. Or Corey. Shout out to Corey. He was always cool with us. You know, Corey did music. I did music. I even fucking cut a track with this guy. Okay? he would. That's what I'm talking about. He would come into the bar. We would get drunk. We'd drink. You know, he'd tell stories. We'd be laughing. Blah, blah, blah. At work, he'd come up to uh, me and Corey. Shout out to Corey. And we'd be hanging around talking about nothing work-related. And all the dudes would be like, man, what the fuck? Like, you know, he favors them and this and that. And uh, he treated everyone like complete shit. He bullied everyone fucking bossed him around, cussed at him. Hey, get the fuck over here. What the fuck is wrong with you? 
total asshole, dude. Total, complete fucking asshole. Most of the shit he was doing was probably illegal. But, uh, yeah, this headhunter comes in, and his job is to clean up this company, all right? There's too much, too much uh, uh, scandalous shit going on, and he's got to get to the bottom of it. He's going to clean up, get all these dirt bags out. So he sees me. I'm not able to stay. I never want to stay late, you know, and help out with the workload. But that wasn't the case. I had to go because my wife started school at a certain time. I was graveyard, so I had to leave. But fat fuck never told this headhunter guy that, you know? Never said a fucking word like, oh, it's cool, man, because when he got hired or, you know, when, when, when I hired him, I told him that, you know, it's cool. I won't keep him past a certain time. He never said this shit to this guy. So the guy calls me in and pretty much says that I'm getting axed. And I was like, why? He's like, you know, you, you, you don't want to be a team player, this and that. And, I was, and I, so I tell him what the fuck happened. He's like, oh, well, well, I, didn't, I wasn't told that. And, uh, you know, it's already been uh, all the paperwork's already, already been finalized. I apologize for that. It's like, dude, so fat fuck totally uh, dicked me. Mr. Buddy Buddy. I was joking and, uh, and bullshitting and cracking jokes and trying to be cool and shit. Never gave me a fucking heads up about any of this shit. Never said, hey, do you possibly might start looking for something because uh, I, can't, I can't save you, but I want to give you a heads up. Never did anything like that. What a great guy. Stupid fat fuck. <laughs> all right, so now you're caught up with him and all this in this whole scenario. So now, months and months and months later, I'm still doing the show. I'm still using the website. Well, just, you know... For the domain. Uh, that's my own website with, uh, with that domain, dangerhour.com. Uh, the guy hits me up like, hey, I think you felt bad. I want to give you the website. Give me your, your, uh, give me your info on GoDaddy and I'll, I'll transfer it over to you. So I do that. I give him my info, you know, straight up. No other, nothing else about it. No, oh, hi, how you doing? Just straight up fucking here's, here's my shit. And he never does it. And so, you know, like a couple months later, I checked back on that fucking website. He still didn't do it. So the fucker never did it. And uh, a few days ago, I happened to just click on the thing that's just to see how the site is doing. Because sometimes people say there's, like, there's problems with it. So I just, I just wanted to check it up. So I click on the fucking thedangerhour.com. And it's not my page anymore that pops up. Oh, my God, James, what is it? Oh, something you're not going to like. What do you mean by that? It's a, uh, if you click on that, it's, it's dirty hyenas. <laughs> James, what do you say? I won't like that. Ah, uh, well, you know why you won't like it. Don't try to fucking pull one past me. So basically this fucker actually, fat fuck here, he either let the time run out, even though I was pretty sure there was a lot more time left because I was, I kind of kept my eye on it, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, he let the time run out. He never gave me the fucking thing. He never gave me a heads up and some other fuckers bought it. And now it's thedangerhour.com still, but when you click on it, it goes to Dirty Hyenas, and there's some videos, videos in there. I don't know why they have the Danger Hour on there. It has nothing to do with that, but uh, pretty much they, they took my fucking, uh, they took the name. Oh my God, James, that's, that's outrageous. I told you. I told you. Well, so what are you going to do? I changed the website. To what, James? Thedangerhour.net. <laughs> Just slapped on net. But I still haven't figured out how to put this thing together. I'm a fucking idiot. Now that I actually own it, there's like some weird steps you got to take, and I haven't figured it out. So if you click on that, it won't fucking work. Oh, it's been a, it's been a pain in the ass. So, uh, hey, fat fuck. Thanks, buddy. This is great. Asshole. Dangerhour.com is dead. Once again, it's thedangerhour.net. Yep. Great, right? <laughs>
And now you know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. So once again, it is the DangerHour.net. Not the DangerHour.com anymore. DangerHour.net. And uh, as soon as I have that shit taken care of, I'll get it, uh, I'll get it out there and let you know. All right? All right, look at you. Okay, now it's time for something I like to call Stranger Danger. People are strange when you're a stranger. All right, thanks, Jim Morrison. Appreciate it. All right, let's go into Stranger Danger, everybody. But yes, what's Stranger Danger? Stranger Danger is where I put together a uh, you know a few a few stories, a few uh, categories. I don't fucking know. A few uh, things. <laughs> That may be on the weird or strange side. It's basically just a way to lump together a bunch of unrelated shit. Just for the fact that they're weird. So uh, here we go into the first one. My cousin Chuby, she texted me yesterday. What the text say, James? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. Just, just relax. I just, I just want to know I can't wait. The, the, uh, the text said, I'm in jury duty with Charlie Sheen. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Is there a guy that looks like Charlie Sheen? But no, it's in fact the real Charlie Sheen. But James, celebrities don't go to jury duty. Apparently you are wrong, sir. Because Charlie Sheen and his bodyguards were at the same court and in the same jury duty pool as my cousin Shuby. How exciting is that, huh? Can you imagine being in a murder trial with Charlie Sheen? (laughs) That would be awesome. I really was surprised by this, that uh, he that he would actually that they actually do this. I don't. I would figure that a celebrity being involved in a jury would kind of like be a distraction and not focus on the case at hand. And people's lives are at stake. All right, people's freedoms are on the on are on the line here. All right, we only got time for uh for two and a half men over here. This fucking guy over here. <laughs> Can't this guy buy his way out of jury duty? Right. I mean. I don't know. It seems like uh, the state would take any. They would take any chance of getting money. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Fuck it. Uh, I thought that was funny. Next one we got here is oh boy, you'll never believe what I saw, boys and girls. One sunny day, one afternoon, after work, I had to get some gas because uh, you know when when your wife takes the car, your same car that she used for work, sometimes she comes back. And it's on empty, and you get in in the morning, you are a little surprised. <laughs> so I get in, and the light pops on. Bing! I was like, fuck. Luckily, I had enough to get to work, but then, you know, I got to stop afterwards. So, you know, I stop at a gas station on the way home. And as I'm pumping my gas, uh, and I'll take it back. I was trying to put my card in, but it wasn't reading it because that, that fucking machine they had there was kind of broken. But James, was your card rejected? No, it wasn't my card. I assure you, it was the machine. And so, uh, I'm trying to fuck with the machine, and uh, you know, the cards, the things being weird, and I, and I hear, "Oh fuck you, eh? Fuck you! No, you fucking motherfucker!" You know, that's gonna alarm you, where you're gonna get your attention. And I had to do some further, how to do some, how to do some further investigating. And I look at, at the direction where the noise was coming from, and the uh, outburst, and it was across the street at a bus stop. There was a dude on a bike, and it was a it was a big fat dude with a bald head and and a long goatee, and this was a big fat girl, and she was <laughs> wearing these short shorts and this like tank top, and it was a uh, too tight, and she was like just hitting the fuck out of this guy, and he's like you know putting his hands up and dodging it, and I'm going like stop it, 
Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were they're Mexican. He was a, yeah, he was a cholo. And yes, she was a chola. Uh the woman version. And so she's going crazy, like she's fucking angry. And the guy's like just dodging it and shit. And she grabs his shirt and rips his shirt. And he's got like these huge like man boobs hanging out of his <laughs> hanging out of his shirt now. And he's like, get the fuck off, eh? Hey, get the fuck off. She's like, fuck you, motherfucker. Da, 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 da. And she's like grabbing this dude and she's punching him in the fucking head. And I was like, oh my God, it's going down. And uh, I can't stop watching. It's like a train wreck. You know, you can't help it. And everyone around that's like at the lights and stuff, they're watching too. And people are walking by or stopping and watching this thing. And the chick just won't stop. Like she's going nuts to finally it happened. And I was waiting for it to happen. And I was hoping it would happen. And it finally did. But you're going to spit it out. You're, you're building it up too much. And I can't handle the pressure. Okay. He pretty much, he didn't, you know, he, he resisted as long as he could from putting his hands on her. And just at the fucking breaking point, she was hitting him, punching him, ripping his shirt more. He just fucking pushes her and she launches like five feet and falls right back and her head hits the ground. And I was like, yes, violence. But James, you like violence against women? That's not what I'm saying. That's what it sounds like. What I'm saying is uh, the guy wasn't doing shit. Maybe he said some horrible things. Maybe he called her a cunt. Emphasis on the unt. But, uh, you know, the girl was just being too physical. And from what I can see, the guy was doing a pretty goddamn good job of restraining himself. So, uh, you know, enough is enough. Okay? You want equal rights? You want to come at me like that? I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to stand for it. And by that, I mean I'm going to push you away from me. I'm not going to punch you. Unless it's somewhere that's not going to show a bruise. <laughs> no evidence. But goddamn, uh, that was fucking awesome. He just, he just gave her a good shove and she flew. And that even set her off worse. <laughs> and so he tries to get up and right away while she's like down on the concrete. And uh, while he stands up on his bike and starts pedaling, his seat falls off. And she runs and grabs his seat and, and runs in the house. I guess she lived right there by the bus stop. But uh, that whole thing was fucking funny. When do you ever see that? You know, a cholo couple fighting physically. Oh, my God. It, it made me so happy. And the, and the gas station guy, he, was, <laughs> he wasn't even paying attention to the people that were in the store. He was just staring at them the whole time. All right, next up I got, oh, I realized uh, the other day that I'm old. Yeah. James, how's that strange? Because I'm 29 and I realize that I'm an old fuck. Can you please uh, give us details? I will. It's a talk show. You know me. I'm long-winded. I will certainly tell you details. I was at uh, Walmart with my family. James, Walmart's gay. I know Walmart's gay. That's funny coming from you. What are you implying? <laughs> you really got to ask, huh? I just, I just don't know what you mean. Oh, you know. James, are you, are you, are you, being, are you being mean? No, I'm not being mean. Just, just uh, making uh, obvious statements. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Sure you are. I know. So I'm at Walmart with my family. And it's the cool Walmart that I found, the secret Walmart that's uh, super awesome. And there's no fucking widows that go there and or work there. It's one of the normal ones if that exists. Uh, maybe it's like a parallel universe I go to. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's weird. I've never been to Walmart. It's so classy. But uh, we're in there and I need shampoo. It's my wife's shampoo. I don't, I don't fucking like it. 
And so she, we go to the, to the shampoo section. She's like, which shampoo do you want? You want this one? And she opens it. Oh, it smells nice. And she gives it to me, and I smell it. I'm like, nope, nope. And uh, she pulls up another one. How about this one? This one's nice. And they're all the men's shampoo, you know? But they're all fucking like uh, apple cinnamon. Uh, <laughs> lilac. All that shit, right? And I go, look. And there's, <laughs> there's people sitting next to me. Or, uh, sorry, not next to me. There's people on the aisle I realize after I say this. I didn't really notice they were there until afterwards. I go, look, I don't want to have anything smelling nice, okay? I want a regular shampoo that doesn't smell like fucking nice things. <laughs> Once I said that, I realized how much of a dickhead I sounded like. And uh, I noticed other people there. I was like, oh, boy. And the guy was kind of smiling, though. <laughs> but uh, that's one thing, dude. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to. I, I, I heard myself in like the third, not the third person. I heard myself like as an outsider. Like, listen to this old fuck. He's, he's young. And he's like, I don't want to smell nice. I don't want that. <laughs> and then it happened again. Like 10 minutes later, we're walking down this the, uh, the this one aisle, and my wife goes, look, there's pillows. You need a new pillow. Your pillow's gross. I was like, all right. So we go down the pillow section. She's like, how about this one? And I go, nah, it's too fluffy. <laughs> she goes, what about this one? She goes, uh, it's pretty flat. And I grab it. I go, this one's too big. <laughs> I don't like them too big or too fluffy. And uh, after that, <laughs> I was like, fuck. I sound like an old geezer, like an old bastard. I shouldn't be like this yet. I mean, it's it's one thing to know what you like and what you don't like, but it's another thing to like sound like an old fuck. I don't like that. I don't like it too fluffy or, <laughs> or too big. Honestly, honestly, on a side note, well, related. I want my fucking pillow like half the size of normal pillows, okay? But I don't want to throw a pillow. That has like the button inside or whatever the fuck they are, you know, all, and like the fluffy ones for your back. I don't want that shit. I want my pillow to be flat as fuck just to be something where my head isn't directly on the mattress, you know. I don't want my head to be lifted higher than the plane of the bed. I want it to be even with the bed, but not down on the mattress. Do you understand what I'm telling you? So I lay on my stomach to sleep. When I lay there, I want the pillow between my fucking head and my arms. And I don't want it too fluffy. Because if I do that, my head will be fucking, my neck will be all cocked in a weird way. And because I sleep in my stomach with my arms, you know, under the pillow, I don't want it to be sticking out too far. And because my wife has this giant fucking body pillow she uses for his, her head. And uh, it, it annoys me. So I want to, I want to, who, who knows? Please, no, you know, notify me somehow. A, like a pillow half the size of the standard pillow and not too fluffy. That's what I want. Get back to me. <laughs> All right. The last thing is, here's the most weird. Take a drink. Hold on. Here's the most weird. So for work. What chance would you do for work? I can't tell you that. It'll compromise everything. I worked too long and too hard to obtain the status that I've obtained. And I don't want to risk it by having one of those fuckheads listen to this fuckhead on here talking about what a fuckhead he is at work. <laughs> nah, I just don't want to misrepresent the company. You know what I mean? I got I to gotta play the song and fucking dance. All right, respect my wishes or uh, go suck a dick. All right, here we go. So I work for a company where I work outside. 
I work on people's homes at times, and I work on commercial properties as well. Okay, I work all over the place. It could be anything. It could be apartments. It could be uh, whatever. All right, stores, restaurants. It could be anything. There you go. Uh, so one day I'm going to a residential house. That means uh, someone's home. And I go to the door. And all the windows, there's a lot of windows. So it's a nice area. There's a lot of windows and they're all open. So I'm like, all right, someone, someone must be here. I'm knocking the door. Now, little do they know, which I find out, they, they knew I was coming. I guess they forgot. They knew I was coming to do some kind of fucking work there. So I knock on the door and there's a dog in the house. And uh, the dog's fucking barking at me. And I go, hey, boy. Hey, boy. Uh, hey, boy. How you doing? What's your name? And of course, he doesn't answer me. Watch James. He's a fucking dog. And dogs don't talk. Last I checked. And, uh, you know, I'm like, hey. I'm like, where's your master? Are you all alone? Huh? Well, you're a pretty young boy, aren't you? Look at you. <laughs> and he barks at me. I'm like, all right. You're doing your job. I get it. And so I walk to the side of the house, you know, calling my name out. Knocking on the side gate. And so the work I got to do happens to be in the backyard in this particular case. So I make my way in. I let myself in. It's like, all right, I guess no one's here. The dog's there. That's why the windows are open. They don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, it was a beautiful yellow, sorry, a white lab. It's gorgeous. Fucking beautiful dog. Anyways, I walk in the backyard. Now the backyard, the back of the house has all these windows. Like all the walls are fucking windows pretty much. And they're all open. There's no blinds, no curtains, none of that shit. And the dog meets me in the backyard. And he's like, you know, following me as I go through the backyard. He's following me to each room he goes into. Now, at one point, he runs into this other room. And I look at the dog in the fucking through the window. And I see him. But when I see him, a, sh a fucking figure passes behind the dog. And I look up at the figure real quick. And I can tell it's a woman because of the silhouette. But I cannot see through the window really because there's like a glare on the outside. But I can tell there's a woman because of the hair. And, you know, the basic body outline. Can't see any fucking curves, but I can tell that they're wearing like, uh, not curves. You know, she's not, like, she's not naked. She's wearing clothes, but I can tell it's kind of like, just based on the silhouette, it's kind of like uh, relaxing clothing, you know. But I can tell it's still a woman, if that makes any sense. And I go, oh, hello, and I look away. To, to let this person know that I'm not a fucking pervert. <laughs> and so she goes, Get off my property! Leave right now! Get the hell out of here! And I was like, all right. And I walk out, and I was like, fucking A. Here he goes, I gone and done it. I walk right out of the goddamn thing, back to my, uh, my company vehicle. Now, surprisingly, she comes charging out the front door. And I hear her walking down the long fucking driveway. It's a big fucking property. She comes storming like, <laughs> like a warthog, like just, you know, charging me. I was like, oh, here we go. I don't even look up. I'm just waiting for her. I'm looking sideways. With I'm in my fucking vehicle putting some shit away. She comes up. What do you think you're doing going into my yard like that? And I was like, look, I'm sorry. I'm here to do this, this, and that. You know, uh, you knew I was coming. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, who you say you are you you could be anybody and i was like well here's my work vehicle <laughs> and it's got all my specific tools in there all this shit that doesn't mean anything and it's like well uh here's my id and she's like that looks new and i was like well i don't know I've, I've i've been with the company for uh you know not even a year so i guess it would look new 
And I was like, I can call my supervisor if you want to talk to him. And she's uh, she's like, give me the number, I'll call him. I was like, all right, here's the number. And she gets she gets the phone, and uh, I start, you know, telling her the number. And then she looks at me, and suddenly she just stops. And I was like, oh boy, what the fuck is this? And she looks back at the vehicle again, looks back at me, looks back at the ID I'm holding in the fucking air. And then she just, her face just totally changes. And I'm just looking at her, waiting for what's happening next. And she goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> totally different. Her voice was completely different than it was before. I'm sorry. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she goes, she goes, I- I'm overreacting, but you know, we've had like break-ins in this neighborhood and I don't, I don't know who you were. I saw you in the backyard. You just, you frightened me. I'm like, Hey, that's totally fine. I understand. You know, you, you, uh, you totally, you know, you were cut off guard, but I was knocking. She goes, yeah, I heard you talking to my dog and you were, you were being very nice. And I'm like thinking, wait, what the fuck? If you heard me, then why didn't you, then why didn't you know that I was, uh, I don't know, dummy, weirdo. And so she's like, I can tell you're a great person. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah? She goes, yeah. And I'm like, how's that? She goes, because when I came out here, the first, when I come charging at you, most guys, they would, they would start, maybe they would say something rude or they would, they, they would, it, in their eyes, it would be like, oh, here is some crazy bitch. And she said that to me. And I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, oh yeah. I'm like, well, what would I do? And she goes, you just looked, you looked, uh, you looked genuine. You look genuine, like, like I'm a good guy. I'm just here to do what I got to do. I don't mean any harm to anybody. I just want to do my job and get out of here. And I was like, well, all right. She's like, she goes like, I can tell everything about you. And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, yeah, I can tell that uh, you have a great sense of humor. I can tell that you, um, you also have a little bit of a wild side. That you take risks and you like challenges and you're kind of stubborn. Like you want to, uh, like you don't want stuff to get in your way. You want to get them done. And I was like, what the fuck? Where is this woman getting all this shit from? She's like, she's like, if you were to die, a lot of people would be very sad. You've impacted many lives and people, uh, people really appreciate you. And this, <laughs> it was so bizarre. You're very intelligent. Uh, you're very bright. You're, you're this and that, blah, 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 blah. And no, everything she was saying was great. And it was all perfectly right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Honestly, like she said, she said a whole lot of shit, and it was just fucking wild. Like the insight this lady had, you know. And and I, at the time, I was like, is this lady like a psychic or some shit, because she's a lot, she's right about a lot of stuff. And this happened a while back. I can't remember everything she said, but uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing a lot of it. But uh, she was spot on. She wasn't wrong about anything. Uh, and she, you know, she wasn't being that vague, because she could have been wrong about some of the shit she was saying. But she was on. She was on. She's like, you know, you, you, you're, if you're not, you, you'd be like a great father. I know you'd be very caring and loving and blah, blah, blah. You do have a, you do have a temper, though. You do have a temper. Sometimes it gets away from you. And, but, you know, you, but you're a good guy overall. You know, I was like, what the fuck? And then she goes, I'm not a psychic. I'm not. I don't believe that shit. That's bullshit. Uh, basically, the woman just went on and on and on and uh, threw me off. Completely threw me off. Some people are very uh, perceptive. They see a lot of shit. 
I mean, I can tell a lot about a person, but she went fucking in, you know, just by seeing them and, you know, their body language, all that shit, but she went fucking overboard. I don't know what she did for a living. Maybe she was some kind of like FBI fucking, you know, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> the people that interview. God damn it, the word escapes me. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. You know. So, uh, yeah, and that's that. Thank you, Jim Morrison. Look at you, buddy. Always there for me. Next up, I've been doing a lot of fun things here, boys and girls. Like what, James? What have you been doing? You know what I've been doing. I'm just asking you for the listener's benefit. Oh, I, okay, I get it. You know, at times, I, I'm, I know, I don't know that you're trying to help the show out, you know, by uh, moving it along and asking questions that people would probably ask if they were, uh, if they were here to ask them. And so, you know, I don't say this enough, but I appreciate that about you. What, James? I'm, I'm, I'm shocked and... I appreciate that you appreciate. All right, shut the fuck up now. All right, just just take my compliment and shut up. I didn't ask you to give a goddamn speech. Just uh, take it for what it is. All right. Uh, next up, we have. Uh, oh, what I was talking about is I'm doing a lot of fun things. That's what I was wanting to say. Recently, my buddy Bobbert invited me to a like a beer fest thing in uh, Hollywood. It happened to be at the Avalon, and you go there. You uh, it was like twenty five dollars. It's all you can drink t- beer tasting. They're going to have live bands, DJs, the whole works. So, yeah, I informed Nature Boy. We got a group together. We went in. Uh, we had a fucking blast. But the funny thing is when you walk in the door, they hand you like a three-ounce cup. Here's your cup to taste. <laughs> I've been to tasting events before, and they give you a full fucking cup, you know? This place was funny, and they had a bunch of jockey boxes, those things that we took camping uh, they had like uh, 12 different beers or some shit. But uh, it was cool as fuck. I just thought it was funny. They gave you such small cups. And I was in line and there was like this grizzled dude in front of me. And he turns around and he goes, how you doing, buddy? It's <laughs> like, all right, are you? I'm good. You should try that beer on the left. It's really fucking tasty. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, it's a dark beer. That's right, man. You like dark beers? I'm like, oh, I love dark beers. Yeah, you'll love that one then. I'm telling you. All right, great. Are you going to the train station on Sunday? I was like, why? What's happening there? A beer tasting. You don't know about it? No, I don't. Weird white guy with a bushy beard. I don't know about the beer tasting at the train station on Sunday. <laughs> he just turns around and ignores me. But, uh, dude, I wound up getting shit-faced because we wound up going to the bar and getting full-size cups. And uh, the rest of the night is history. Nah, I, I pretty much drove, and I drove me and Nature Boy home, and he passed out, and I should not have fucking driven. Shouldn't have done it. There were there were actually like the the blowing breathalyzer people there. They had a booth set up, and you pay a dollar and you can blow into the the blow into the blower thing. And so I blew a point two two, nearly three fucking times the limit. Now listen, I'm not bragging. What I'm trying to tell you is, yeah, we hung out for like an hour and a half afterwards, and we got some food and shit down the street, uh, and then you know we left. Still though, I should not have been driving. This. And I got I got an earful from my wife. And she's totally fucking right. It's not a joke. So what I want to use this platform for is uh, I'm a fucking retard. I shouldn't have done that. And, you know, I always say that, oh, you know, I'm drinking now on the fucking show. But I'm at home. This is what we do on the show. But uh, it's not worth it. Don't don't drink and drive. There you go. I uh, I did my cause. <laughs> I did my part. <laughs> it's not worth it. And, I, I you know, I'm, I'm almost 30 fucking years old. I still haven't learned that lesson. But I don't want to learn the hard way. I got to cut that shit out. I really do. There's been too many goddamn stories like that lately. Um, you know, we're even where a, a buddy, 
my cousin, Monkey, <gasps> is too drunk to drive and I got to fucking take over even though I shouldn't be driving, but I can drive better than he does, you know? Better than he could at the time. So it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's becoming a, a fucking routine habit and I don't like it. I got I to gotta stop that shit right now. And, uh, you know, I'm actually cutting back on drinking. It's also fucking with my, with my, uh, my I get heartburn and shit. Yeah, I am getting old. See? I'm getting old. It's fucking, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's affected my health. I got to cut it out. All right. Uh, next up, uh, I went to a comedy show with Eddie Gears. That was another time. We went out and we saw Bill Burr headlined. It was a funny show, dude. This guy named Brendan Walsh killed. He fucking, he was the funniest motherfucker there. There was some black dude, I forget his name. Uh, this dude named uh, Al Madrigal. He was funny as shit. Uh, it was a great time, dude. It was fun. Um, it was at uh, uh, the Largo. Eddie Gears got me some tickets. You know, we had to, he, you know, I didn't pay for the tickets. Cool motherfucker. So I bought him a beer. But uh, while we're at the bar at the Largo, it's cash only. And I forgot to pick up cash, so I used the ATM in, in the little bar they have there, and I pull out some money, and I'll get back to that. So, you know, keep that in your mental vault and uh, remind me, or I'll remind you about it. So, my point is, it, it turns out like you get free tickets, right? You just want to drive, watch a comedy show, and uh, go back home. That's all you. That's all you're gonna do, right? Simple, nothing too complicated. It pretty much costs a hundred fucking dollars to do anything nowadays. You know what I mean? Anything. You gotta. You gotta well, pay for the gas to drive because gas is expensive as fuck. And we're going to Hollywood, so you know it's about thirty miles from here, twenty-five miles. And uh, you gotta pay for parking. You gotta pay for drinks. You gotta buy food. And if I would have paid for the tickets, you know, it just all adds up. It's it's just it's funny to me how. Like even something so, like it's not crazy. It's not like you went to fucking Six Flags. It's not like you went to, I don't know, bar hopping all night. You just you just want to go do like one thing, maybe even go to the movies. Turns into like you know, oh yeah, let's go to the movies, let's go eat, maybe get some drinks afterwards. Turns into a whole fucking thing. <laughs> all I'm saying, I'm not complaining. All I'm saying is, it's uh, I've noticed that, uh, you know, it's crazy how, because we've been doing like a lot of oh like the Dodger game. Fucking A. Just going to the game. You want to get like a hot dog. You want to get a beer. Pay for parking. You drive. It's over 100 bucks right there. It's crazy. Everything is like 100 bucks. So, uh, don't go out no more. <laughs> uh, anyways, back to, back to the whole uh, taking money out of the fucking ATM. So, I get an email a few days after that event. And it says, oh, real quick, I went to bed late as fuck that night. We got out late. We went to a restaurant. Oh, went to a restaurant. Had some food, had some more, uh, had, you know, a couple more beers. Called it a night. I drive back home. I went to bed like at fucking two o'clock in the morning. Had a little sex time with the wife. Oh, boy. Woke up at like four o'clock, two hours later. I was done, dude. I was fucked that whole day at work. Jesus Christ, I am getting old. Listen to this. Recap. I don't want my hair to smell like anything nice. I don't want my pillow to be too fluffy. I don't want... It, it costs too much money to go out and do stuff. 
was the last one I just said? Uh, fuck. Oh, I, I, I need to get more sleep for work. I don't know why I sound like my grandpa whenever I complain. Well, he's an old man, but uh, I'm getting fucking old. Jesus Christ. I can't drink too much anymore. It hurts my, my heartburn. <laughs> oh, Christ. 29. How depressing. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I get an email. I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning the next fucking week. This was on, that was on a Thursday night, the, the, uh, the show. Maybe it was, a Wednesday, it was a Wednesday night. I think it was like Monday. Uh, someone, you, you've, there might be fraudulent charges on your ATM. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Click the goddamn thing. I'm with Chase. They sent me an AT, uh, sent me an email saying someone tried to take out, uh, funds of $60 at an ATM in Sherman Oaks. And I was like, I've never been to Sherman Oaks. Well, recently. And, uh, the next email, the next thing, someone tried to take $45 or $40 out of an ATM in, uh, Encino. Like, I didn't go to Encino recently. The next one. Someone tried to take $60 out of a different ATM in Sherman Oaks. I'm like, all right. They were all declined. So I'm like, all right, what the fuck? If this is you doing this, press yes. I press no. And so uh, I got to go to work, you know. I don't bother with it then. So I come home from work. So this is a good, like, you know, 12 hours later when all is said and done. I had 10, 12 hours. And uh, I look at my, uh, I got to call the people. I want to make sure this shit's taken care of. I look at my statement. And uh, one of them went through. And so I'm like, fucking A. I call them. I tell them the whole thing. These people are cool as shit, dude. Chase, they were on top of everything. Canceled my card. Sent, you know, started sending me a new one. Got it ready to be sent in the mail. And, uh, you know, reversed the charges. And, and before I got on the phone, I was reviewing my, my, my account. And I noticed that this restaurant overcharged me. Now, the restaurant I went to was Ruby's in Huntington Beach. I took the wife and the kids to the beach. We were there for a few hours. We, uh, you know, I thought the kids would get a kick out of it. We took a walk on the pier, all the way down to the end of the pier to that restaurant, Ruby's. You know, American food, some good old American uh, fattening fast food. <laughs> oh, that's a, it's a sitting down restaurant. Uh, food's good, you know, for, uh, for that kind of place. So we ate. The bill came up to $41. And check came. I chipped. I tipped her like uh, maybe it was like forty bucks. I tipped her eight dollars. Forty eight dollars total. So she charged me on my fucking on my on my debit card ninety eight dollars. Fifty dollars too much. And no, I only noticed this because I had to look at my fraudulent charge activity. <laughs> I would. I probably wouldn't have noticed for a while anyway. So when I tell the people, they go, "Well, oh, I see what happened here. Yes, the original charge was forty eight. And she charged an extra 50. So what you got to do is you got to call the fucking movie restaurant. You got to tell them that they overcharged you. And then you got to see what happens then. And if they don't want to be cooperative, we will take the money out of your, them and give it back to your account. I was like, well, fuck, can't you just do it to begin with? Can't you just take the money at, at, and you give it back to me? So I call him up and blah, 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 blah. Dude, long story fucking short. The guy wanted being totally cool. The manager of Ruby is like, yeah, this is not cool. We're going to take care of everything. This is something that should never happen. I apologize, sir. Blah, 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 blah. All right, sir. Do you want the money cash? Do you want us to mail it to you uh, in a check? Uh, do you want to come pick it up? And he's like, how far do you live? I was like, well, 25, 20 miles. And he goes, oh, well, I'll tell you what. If you want to come back and pick it up, uh, lunch for your family's on me. I was like, holy shit. Now you're talking my language. So I said I'd do that. 
we went back just to sum up this little story. This is a tangent, huh? We went back with the family, and this time the guy wasn't there. The other manager was there. And I'm like, yeah, this guy said I can get a whole free meal for me and my loved ones. All 20 of us. No. <laughs> oh, yes, I saw the note. So what did he say? I was like, well, he said, you know, he'd get me and my family lunch. Okay. Okay. And so we're ordering appetizers. <laughs> yeah, throw that on there too. Go ahead, throw that in there too. We all got like, you know, <laughs> the most expensive dishes. <laughs> and when the check came, she goes, uh, you know, the manager took care of everything for you. So uh, you're all done here. The guy came by. I shook his hand. Hey, thank you very much. You're being very professional. I appreciate it. You took good care of us. Oh, thank you, sir. I will apologize again. And we really hope to see you back here soon. I'm like, you will. My fucking story here is Ruby's is a good joint. You know, good uh, professional. I don't know what the fuck happened with that waitress. She came and apologized to me. I don't think she had to. Uh, she, you know, we happened to be there the same day. But uh, yeah, classy joint. I like that place. It's a cool little fucking thing on the pier. I'm sure you've been there before. But if not, go check it out. <laughs> so James you do commercials for them now Because you got a free meal Ah, uh, Go fuck yourself It was good Because everything free tastes better So to wrap up this shit With the credit card thing The guy wound up telling me That someone Got a hold of my card And my pin number obviously So it had to be a machine Where they were tapped into That they could get my My pin number if I used it And the only fucking machine That I used Where I entered my pin number was that goddamn ATM at the comedy club? So, what I want to take away from what I want you to take away from this is I heard from another guy say, "Don't use your fucking debit cards at places like that or like at gas stations. You know, don't do it. Don't because if they if they get your card and then they get your number, they can make a duplicate card." Because they'll scan all your shit. They'll scan the number. They can create their own fucking cards. They know your pin. They can go and take money out. I'm just lucky they, you know, didn't go crazy. You know, they could have been a lot worse. But, uh, you know, it's only like 40 bucks. Not the point. The point is, you know, it still pissed me off. But, uh, yeah, use your credit card. Because if, if someone steals your credit card numbers, it's not your fucking money. They're stealing the bank's money, not yours. You know, if it's your ATM, they're taking right out of your account, dude. It's taking, it's coming right out of your pocket, buddy. So there you go. All right, enough about that. Oh, I got a new segment called Ask Dr. Danger. Dr. Danger, you're needed in surgery. Someone get the doctor in here now. Can anyone find Dr. Danger? God damn it, check the bar. We're losing him. Oh, not again. All right, in this segment... Uh, Dr. Danger will come in and he will answer a question or tell you a medical related story health wise you know just try to inform you you know what I mean give you some scientific data he's a doctor after all and that's what doctors do so can I welcome here Dr. Danger Dr. Danger will you step in oh yes I'm Dr. Danger it's actually just me with a different voice I try to sound like I'm more educated and I try to sound like I have uh, you know you can trust me more with my deeper voice instead of that high-pitched bitchy voice i normally have hey hey watch it you see what i mean okay so today i'm going to address uh taking pills dr danger what do you mean by that 
What I mean is, I've heard recently that uh, people are are having uh, liver damage from, you know, they say they have to quit drinking. That's someone I know. He has to stop drinking because, you know, the doctor said that his liver is being damaged and he must put a quit to drinking. Now, I noticed that this person also takes quite a few pills to help with migraines. Ah, who are we kidding? It's a fucking girl. <laughs> and it's not my wife. This person takes uh, pills for migraines and also takes pills for, uh, I don't know, some other stuff I don't know about, even though I'm a doctor. I'm going to assume it's something musculatory. Did I sound smart there? You sure did. Then I'll stick with that. So I believe these pills are the ones really doing the damage to this person's uh, liver. As you know, the liver is a filter, and it filters out all the toxins and anything you want to put in your body. And so when you put uh, these, these very strong prescription drugs into your system, your, your liver really takes the blunt effect uh, off that. Is blunt effect a word, you know, a combination being used in today's society? Uh, sounds good to me, Doc. Then I'll stick with that, too. So when you, when you take these pills, it affects your liver in a negative way. On top of that, you're drinking alcohol, and that also affects your liver in a negative way. So when you do both, they're not helping out your liver. So what I propose is stop with the pills. Just keep drinking because that's American. We've been doing it since we came here. What, why should we fucking stop now? Doctor, can you say fuck? I can say what I want. I've got a PhD, concern it. Instead of taking pills, I propose you use Mother Nature's pill, which is? Well, it will work as a sleeping pill. It will work as an aspirin or Tylenol or uh, uh, acetaminophen, uh, the scientific term for that. <laughs> or you can, uh, you know, it, it helps with, uh, with upset stomachs. It helps uh, relieve foot pain. All right, out with it, doctor. Yes, it does a lot of things. What is it? It's very simple. It's called jacking off. Jacking off. Is that the medical term? Uh, masturbation, but uh, jacking off is funner to say. <laughs> you see, jacking off or uh, stimulating one's clitoris and or uh, a penis clitoris. The penis doesn't have a clitoris. Yeah, uh, sure it does. It's that spot. Under All right, doctor. I think that you're not qualified. I think you're just pulling our chains. Whatever you call that sensitive spot underneath the penis. I don't know what it's called. I'm not a urologist. Is that what a penis doctor is called? I think it is. So, after you jerk off, your body releases these uh, endorphins. And uh, they, they fill your body with wonder and excitement and pure joy. Relieving any ailment you might have at that time. Be that of a migraine. Uh, achy limbs, maybe even uh, you can't sleep. It'll put you right to sleep. I call it Mother Nature sleeping pill. <laughs> so, in conclusion, my diagnosis is jerk off. I mean, it, it really, when it comes to the body, it will solve any one of your body's needs, and you can save yourself. The money from the pills, okay, it'll save yourself the liver damage, and it'll save yourself 
the other extra routine you gotta put in and remembering to take your pills going to the pharmacy and getting your prescription refilled it's a lot easier to just go in the bathroom and drop a load in the sink and if you're a woman play dj with yourself in the bed a little bit <laughs> so rub one out science oh boy look at that dr danger your first appearance Hopefully not your last. Uh, yeah, I like the advice. It's good. Announce time for the ignorant question of the night. <laughs> Why is the United States so upset with Syria for gassing their own people when the United States allows corporations to insert chemicals in their food, which is all slowly killing us? And also allow companies such as the cigarette ones to insert nicotine into their cigarettes to allow people to become addicted to sell more cigarettes. And also to pharmaceutical companies, you know, they are they are limiting scientific research and 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 preventing cures for diseases so they can keep making money. Isn't this all far more serious than just gassing some people? I mean, the gassing is over quickly. Oh, I get it now. Because if you make it a long, slow process, you can make money off them the whole time. Huh. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Let's move on to, oh, look at this, my new little segment here. Uh, not really. To this thing, uh, You know what? I wanted to put together, I got this thing where it's like singers that I can't understand. And uh, I wanted to put like a little list together, but all I got was one song because I put the show together like the last second. And all I knew was like the most obvious one. So I want to show you a song. And I can't really understand a fucking word this guy is saying, but I want to see if you do. So here's a song. All right, you should probably recognize that song. Let me, uh, it's, it's Pearl Jam. It's Yellow Lead Better. And uh, here we go. I'm going to skip to to the part that it, here we go. Uh, all right, right here, right here. All right, I got like two words out of that. I never knew what the fuck this guy was saying, and I went. <laughs> all I, all I, all I know it when I sing the song when I sing along with it. Let me sing along with it right now. Ready? Hold on. Let me let me go back since I only did this one song. I'll, I'll go back. Uh, come on, fucker. Right, here we go. So here's how I normally sing along with it if, if I am singing with it in my car.
I never knew what the guy was saying. I'm just making noises. <laughs> I know there's some Radiohead songs too, but you know, I was trying to remember what they were. Uh, he's got some ones too. He's like, ah, just whining and shit, making fucking noises. But uh, this guy, it, it just it sounds like noises to me, where I can never really fucking understand what he was saying. But uh, I looked it up. Now, listen to this. These are, these are the lyrics. Weird, stupid lyrics, if you ask me. But uh, here, are the, here are the lyrics. On a weekend, I want to wish it all away. Yeah. And they called, and I said that I want what I said. And then I call out again. And the reason ought to leave her calm, I know. I said, I know what I was, the boxer or the bag. Did you get any of that shit from listening to it? I'm going to go back. Now I'm going to sing it with the lyrics as I read them in front of me. And let's see if you actually hear it now. <laughs> Fucking Eddie Vedder, you dickhead. We can. I wanna wish it all away, yeah. And they called and I said that I want what I said and I called out again. And the reason ought to leave her come, I know. I said, I know what I want, a boxer or the bag. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh, man. If you have a song where you can't understand what the guy's singing, send it to me, huh? How about that? I'll, show, I'll, I'll put it on the show. This is funny to me. Just, uh, you know, songs that these people are... <laughs> they're making money. And a lot of it, I think, is probably just bullshit. Like the, I know the Chili Peppers, I know they just, like, after a while, they just start mumbling shit. Like, <laughs> like they're just, like, start going, da, 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 da. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought this guy was serious I don't know if this guy's just fucking around or not But uh, yeah, that's that That's where I'll leave it uh, That's a great song by the way You know, if you if you like the melody of it And just the sound It's cool, but I, I really never knew What the fuck the guy was saying <laughs> I would always be able to pick like two words And I really tried to pick it apart one day And I, and I couldn't do it there, there was like, you know Way, And I know what I said I know I heard like something like that I, I know I heard I know and uh, hey <laughs> that's all I got alright let's close the show out how about that it's been long enough huh and uh, first it's gonna be I fancy that it's beautiful, beautiful. it's wonderful. wonderful it's I fancy that fancy, fancy. oh boy fancy times boys and girls Fancy times indeed. Okay, as always, I give you, if I'm by myself, I give you some like a couple of horrible ones <laughs> instead of one good one. And so here it goes. My first fancy. I fancy the new cop cars. But James, why do you like the cop cars? I don't I don't like the cops per se. I like the look of the cop cars. The I think it's a Dodge Challenger. I think it's what it is. They look fucking tough, dude. They look intimidating. Way better than the last ones. They look like they're going to fuck you up. It makes me not want to do anything mean, you know, or bad, or bad stuff. I see them, like, coming behind me. It's like, oh, they mean business. It looks like a fucking, it looks like a, I don't know, like, like a, like a, like a superhero vehicle. 
I don't like a real badass. The cops look like badasses now. Yeah, there you go. I know it's a weak one. I'm just, you know, I'm sorry. So maybe this one uh, will add to that. Nah, it's not so good either. <laughs> I'm just dumping on you. I'm dumping you guys with my, with my weak shit. Next one is, oh boy, when you buy meat for a barbecue. Let's say you want to barbecue in the weekend. You get some meat. Uh, I know this place that has great fucking carne asada and chapoyo asada. And uh, god damn, it's so tasty. Really fucking good. You know what? I don't give a shit. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who it is. I'll put it out there. It's called Patricia's Meat Market. It's off of uh, Amar and the street called Orange. It's in La Puente and it's fucking good. Look at that. Shout out to them. Hit them up. You won't be disappointed. The carne asada. It's expensive, dude. But it's tasty as shit. The best I've tasted. Chicken's damn good too. All right. Uh, yeah. What I fancy though is not the meat itself, although that's awesome, is when you like, maybe have someone over, some people, you barbecue, and you got leftover meat, you know? All the meat's not taken, and you get to have a little mini barbecue during the week. Oh, a little fancy, maybe even a fancy Taco Tuesday at home. I've done that many times. Leftover meat, you uh, on Tuesday, break it out, crack a beer. I, used, I usually put on like, I swear to God, I will put on Pandora and play some fucking... Uh, uh, ranchero music, the Mexican shit you hear like if you go to a restaurant. I do. I try to make it feel like we're at the restaurant. <laughs> it's a fun little thing to do with the family. It's cool. So uh, yeah, having leftover meat that gives you a little like weekday, you know, happy hour type surprise. We try to fuck around. Oh, it's Taco Tuesday, and uh, you know we got kids, so it's cool to stay home, hang out, and look at that. Leftover meat for during the week. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time. It's time for the darker side of life. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Oh, baby dolls. All right. Here we go. Oh, I got two fuck yous because I'm alone. Here's my first fuck you. Having a beard. But James, having a beard is manly and cool. I understand that. You're right. But there are some aspects to it that are not so manly and or cool. Maybe they are manly, but not cool. What I hate about having a beard is the shit that gets stuck in your beard and you don't know about it. And you find out later and it's embarrassing. For example. Oh, thank you. I thought you weren't going to give one. So uh, last week I had a beard. And last week I shaved my beard. And, you know, now uh, clean, clean looking. I like it. It's a, it's a nice change. I've had a beard for a while now. I'll just trim it. It'll still be there. But uh, I shaved it this time. But uh, last week, this is one of the reasons I shaved it. I was like, all right, this is, this is enough. I kind of had like a, like a messed up stomach in the morning. And not really that bad, but it felt like it would have been. So I took some Pepto. And uh, I just drank right out of the fucking bottle. Because I was kind of in a hurry to run out the door. Running late to work. And my supervisor comes to me after our little fucking meeting. And he pulls me aside and we go over some business real quick. It's like, all right, cool. He's like, all right, catch you later. I leave. He leaves. I go to the bathroom, take a piss before I walk, before I leave the, uh, you know, leave the fucking uh, area to go out to my work. And I, I'm washing my hands. I look in the mirror. I got pink Pepto-Bismol <laughs> on the sides of my fucking beard hairs. <laughs> like the mustache area. I was like, ah, fuck. 
You know, I've even found food like in my, my whiskers on my chin. It's just embarrassing. And I found it after like I talked to people. We interacted. You know, and it's, it's weird. They're not going to tell you. Hey, you got food in your beard. You know, people don't do that shit mostly. They want to spare you the embarrassment. But once you go back, once you find out that you have it in your face, it's like, ah, oh, Christ. It's not cool. No good. So, having a beard that sticks food and Pepto-Bismol in it <laughs> for others to see. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, and here we go with the next fuck you. Oh, here's another one. Oh, boy. I saw a video, a YouTube video. And uh, there's a guy in the army, it looks like. Don't quote me. It might be the Marines. Could be something else. I don't fucking know. He's, let's just say the army for conversation purposes. He's in the army and there's a girl also in the army. And they're about to fight. They're in a ring type deal. Maybe like just like a, like a mat set up. And there's people hanging around. And they're going to have like, you know, a fucking like MMA looking match. And I was like, no way, dude. This girl's going to fight this guy. And then he's just like, uh, fight. And they go for it. Dude, this, this guy starts manhandling this chick. Just flipping her all over the place. Fucking God, dude, it's rough to watch, all right? Now, I can laugh at a lot of shit. You know me. You know my sense of humor. I can, I can appreciate like a lot of fucking things. I can look at uh, other videos. I can, I can watch some horrific shit. But I, this really disturbed me watching this video. The guy just starts choking this girl, dude, and just starts fucking flipping her around. And uh, what I want to say, fuck you too. Now, he even, it, it, it comes to the point where he chokes her out to where she blacks out pretty much. It's over for her. She's done. I want to say fuck you to that guy. And fuck you to any guy, all right? Oh, man, it's okay. She wanted to. She was in it. Yeah, she really wanted to do it. I don't give a fuck. Of course the girl's going to want to do it. They're trying to prove something to you, dickhead. They're trying to prove something to all the guys. They want to be like the guys, all right? They're in the army. I get it. They want to be like the guys. Oh, I can fight. Yeah, I'm sure they can fight. I bet they can fuck me up. The thing is, you're trained too, man. And you're fighting a woman. That's just not cool. Yeah, they're going to fucking challenge you. They're going to call you a bitch. You don't got to do it. You know why? Because everyone will respect you otherwise. Nevertheless, okay? Here's what happens. You lose. Okay. You lose. It's a lose-lose for a guy. You fight the girl. You lose. You got beat by a girl. You fight the girl. You win. You're the asshole that beat up a girl. You don't fucking win. Don't do it. Don't do it. She can call you at all she wants. You know? All you got to say is, you know what? I'm not going to fight a girl. I'm sorry. What? What? You know what? You, we're not like, we're not fellow soldiers. We're not equals here on the battlefield. Well, yeah, sure. But I, I don't, you know, just say my mother taught me never to hit a woman. Never to choke a woman. Never to choke out a woman. <laughs> they respect that. They have to, right? I just couldn't believe that, dude. I'll post a video so you can see it. It's a rough fucking video, though. Oof. It's rough. You know, he just uh, he, he throws that girl all around. Oh, man. And, uh, and, and while he's choking her out, like the, the guy that's supposed to be the ref isn't even fucking doing anything. You know, he's not really paying attention. So, uh, yeah, all, all horrible shit going on there. So, fuck you to having a beard in the sense that uh, you get shit caught in it. Like, you know, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> and fuck you to guys that will be willing to fight a woman. It's not cool. 
All right, even if she's strong as fuck, just don't do it. We're not built the same way. Uh, it's it's the, the the fight isn't fair from the fucking get go. All right, let them feel like uh, let them get mad because you know you didn't give them a chance to be equals. All right, because we're not equals. I don't give a fuck what you say. We're not equals. I'm not saying we're better than you, but we're just not the same. All right, women. So relax. Stop fighting guys. <laughs> fuck you to guys that will do that. Fuck you! All right. And I'm all done with the show. Look at that. It's been great. It's been a great time. I enjoyed myself. And uh, let me throw some fucking websites and shit at you. If you want to email me, that's James. Me personally. You want? Some, you got some questions? You want to call me a fag? You want to tell me you like the, my charming demeanor? I will allow it. That's uh, the danger hour at yahoo.com. The danger hour at yahoo.com. You want to look at videos? You want to see pictures of me and Lido? You want to see uh, 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 related things we do? I don't fucking know. Whatever. Fill in the blanks. That's uh, facebook.com slash the danger hour. Facebook.com slash the danger hour. You want to see photos? Okay. <laughs> And now they allow videos, short videos. We got a video of Super Dick doing the salsa dancing here in studio. You can check that out. You can put you can put faces here to the to the uh, the voices. You know, you can uh, do all that shit. We are uh, at you know the Instagrams at the Danger Hour, the Danger Hour, Twitter at the Danger Hour. So many, so many options for you. Oh, and it's all for the price of free. How can you beat it? And the Danger Hour has been destroyed. It is demolished. It is thedangerhour.net. Thedangerhour.net. But I haven't got that shit straightened out yet. So right now it's not going to work. Depending on when this comes out. Yeah, this comes out tomorrow, I believe. Fuck, this comes out tomorrow. I can't edit this until tomorrow. Ah. No, I won't be up tomorrow. So uh, thedangerhour.net won't be ready. But uh, it will be. And uh, we'll go ahead and get that up for you. So stay tuned. So, but if you want to go to the website, it's uh, it's uh, thedangerhour.podbean. Is that what it is? What is it? <laughs> Hold on. Let me look it up real quick. Hold on. Yeah, that's what it is. Thedangerhour.podbean.com. That's it. And we're on iTunes. All that stuff. Tired of talking now. I'm going to go. Hey, thanks for joining me. I love each one of you individually and collectively. And every night that I record these shows, I end it with saying, Stay dangerous, my friends. (laughs) 